0: What's up, guys? Gonna do a little podcast. Figured that's uh, what the world really needs right now. Everyone's going through a lot of uncertainty. Everyone's maybe got a little bit of fear going on, a little anxiety, a little depression. And I looked out at the world and I thought, you know what could really fix all this is more of me. I think that's... uh. I think it's, you know, maybe a little telling of some ego problems. Maybe a need for attention. But also, Uh. this is not the time for self-examination. This is the time for doing a lot of puzzles, watching some weird documentaries on Netflix, and starting podcasts. I feel like that's going to be the major change that comes out of all of this. The one thing that we're all going to look back on in 10 years is like, dear Lord, a lot of people started podcasts. <laughs> Turns out that once you take uh, uh, class clowns out of their normal social environment, we start starting podcasts, which don't know if it's good. Don't know if it's healthy. Don't know if anyone will watch them. Probably won't. But that's what we're doing. We're starting podcasts. What have you guys been starting? Anyone starting anything new during all this? Anyone's finally, the people who never watched Game of Thrones were like, oh, I'm going to start it now. I feel like it's been enough years that like, I feel like if you're the one person who's not watching the biggest show in the world, a Bit of it is, well, I want to, I want to be special. I want to be the guy who can sit there and go, I've never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. People who hadn't watched Game of Thrones when it was on, that was like vegans and people who do CrossFit is they it was just like, they were going to work it into the conversation. You don't need to ask if people have watched Game of Thrones. If they haven't, they'll let you know. To be fair, I didn't watch it for like the first two or three seasons. And I was definitely one of those guys. I was definitely sitting around going, I've never watched it. <laughs> Game of Thrones, you say. Breaking Bad, too. Came to it like in season four. First few seasons. Well, I've uh, actually never watched Game of Thrones or uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> Anything that I criticize other people for, it's only because I stopped doing it two seconds before I started criticizing people. (laughs) That's the way to do it, is do bad behavior, and then as soon as you grow out of it, start criticizing everyone who hasn't yet. It's a great way to make friends. It's a great way to really bring people in to your life. (laughs) Have bad behavior and then fix it, but adopt a whole new bad behavior of being overly negative to everyone else who does it. (laughs) That's the Joel Burchill brand. And I think that's, I think that's something that we've all found is really important now is branding. You've got to have that personal brand and you've got to have it on point. Otherwise, what are you doing? Ryan Reynolds. That guy's brand is killing it right now. Oh, Lord. Follow him on social media. To be fair, anyone, any Canadian celebrity, I feel like Canadians automatically were like, yeah, they're, they're cool. Seth Rogen, Ryan Reynolds, Michael J. Fox. If you're Canadian, automatically, it's like you get, we'll give you, we'll give you an automatic pass on most things. (laughs) But Ryan Reynolds is killing it right now. He's got the gin. He's doing all the donating. His wife cut his hair and it didn't go good. He's just like us. Oh, that was the thing that I saw. I saw some, he, he, like, someone was like, oh, it was some BuzzFeed Headline of, oh, Blake Lively cut Ryan Reynolds' hair. And surprisingly, it didn't go well. Then I saw him on, like, an Instagram post a day later. And I was like, oh, still looks great. That's, I feel, the tough thing with, like, really aggressively handsome men. Is, like, even if a haircut's bad... It's still a bad haircut on Ryan Reynolds' head. And Ryan Reynolds' head looks pretty good. Brad Pitt's kind of the king of that. Most of Brad Pitt... Like, Brad Pitt showed up with, like... It's not a mullet, because it's still long in the front, but it went all the way and, like, down to, like, here, but just... It wasn't like wave; it was just and straight back, and then long in the back too. That was his haircut at the Oscars. Anyone else does that, everyone would be just dunking on him on the internet. Just be memes all day. But because it's attached to Brad Pitt's head, you're like, no, it looks pretty good, actually. <laughs> it's a terrible haircut. When he had the big pirate beard that was like this long and only from his chin... You're like, "Mm, it's not a great beard, but attached to Brad Pitt's head, so I guess we'll give it to him. (laughs) God, he's handsome. And only has got more handsome as time has gone on. Like, I just watched Seven a couple weeks ago, which I think he's probably late 20s in it, maybe. And it's like he's not as handsome as he is now at, like, 50. That's a weird thing. I think is maybe proof of a lot of attractiveness is just money. It's just like yeah, if you've got if you've got 100 million dollars, you can kind of be attractive forever. Like you can just you can pay you're doing oh, $5,000 a month in skincare. We've got a hair team, we've got a stylist, we've got all that you can just kind of be attractive forever. That's why, like, the amount of, like, people on TV shows and stuff who you look at the first season and they're like, eh, yeah, yeah, like, like, look at John Krasinski in the first season of The Office and then look at him now and you're like, oh, my God. He's got, everyone, everyone in Hollywood gets more attractive as they age and it's just because they're able to spend more on skincare. The amount of people I know, guys, I don't know, it's, it's just guys, who are like not investing anything into skincare. They're like, yeah, I put lotion on once a week. Why, man? Not, like, if you want to look, the re, like if you ever look back at old photos of like your grandparents or your parents, and you're like, Oh, yeah, that's like my dad is like a grown man at that point. And then you realize, oh, that's his high school graduation. It's because no one moisturized. (laughs) Everyone is aging slower now because everyone moisturizes. That's all it is. If you're going to like only have one element of self-care, don't go to therapy. (laughs) Don't take care of who you are as a person. Just moisturize. That's the important thing. You got to pay attention to the important stuff. I'm really sad all the time. I can only afford moisturizer or a counselor. Well, I think that's a pretty obvious choice. Get that skincare going. My skincare stuff, I've been really trying to step up all of my, uh, my self-care during this time. I feel like that's a good idea. You gotta, you know, try and do anything that can make yourself feel better. And you can't tell that I stepped up my skincare because it's hot in here. And running the AC interferes with the audio, so I probably got a lot of sweat sheen on right now, which, great. Super attractive. But that's been, I've got a night cream now, got an under eye cream, don't use that as much as I should. And got a nice day lotion, little SPF, keep that sun off you. That's also a thing. Everyone's learning now. Don't want to look like a wallet when you're 50? Don't go in the sun. Get that porcelain skin. Get that porcelain skin and then put a filter on. Everyone's so tan on Instagram. Yeah, because kind of filter. <laughs> oh, loud. had this weird uh, recollection during this week where I was thinking about uh, does anyone remember the Crayola Kids VHSs? If you don't, what they were was Crayola pencil crayons in like the late 90s, early 2000s, something like that used to come with VHSs if you bought the special packs. And the VHSs would have a movie on them, And they were like a short movie, like 45 minutes, baby. And it was something old. Like it would be like Trojan Horse, uh, Gulliver's Travels. Uh, is it 40,000 Leagues Under the Sea, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? It's just like a bunch of Jules Verne novels from the 1800s, all public domain so they didn't have to pay for them. And they would just make movies out of them, but the whole cast were all 10 years old. And that's such a bonkers concept. It's like, hey, we're a pencil crayon company. Let's make VHS tapes and give them out with all of our pencil crayons. And there'll be movies and everyone will be 10 years old. It'll be like, hey, this is the uh, uh, Prince of Troy. He's the greatest uh, warrior that his country has ever known. And he's 10 years old. Here is the princess of Troy. He's in love with her. She is the greatest beauty in the land. Everyone's attracted to her. She's 10 years old. And you're like, that's weird. Don't like it. And no one I've ever met has ever talked about it. To the point that I'm like, did that exist? Or did I just make that up? Because I've done that before. There have been times when I'm like, yeah, you remember this. And people start looking at you, and you're like, did that happen? Am I recalling a dream? Is this Mandela effect? Is this like Berenstein Bears? I add that the biggest that I've ever done that is I was sitting around with a bunch of friends who didn't grow up in the same town as me, and I was talking about McDonald's kids' birthdays. And I was like, yeah, you remember um, when we would go to McDonald's birthdays as a kid and they would make the trash cake? Everyone in the group was like, what? I was like, yeah, you know, they would make the trash cake. They would, um, well, you remember the lady with the mustache, right? And they're like, what? I was like, yeah, every kid's birthday at McDonald's, there would be the lady with the mustache and she worked at McDonald's and she would come in. And, uh, as soon as you'd finished your meal, you're all in the play place. She would go, all right, everybody, we got to get all the garbage and we got to go and make the cake. And you go, yay. And she would bring out this big, clear see-through plastic garbage bag. And she'd go, everyone throw your garbage in here. And you'd all throw your garbage in. She'd go, we got all the garbage. And you go, yeah, we got all the garbage. And then she would walk across the like eating area of the restaurant And you'd go into the staff area, little kitchen in there. She would open up the oven. She'd set it to like 400 degrees. She'd put the big garbage bag full of trash into the oven. She'd close it and she would go, all right, guys, we got to let this set for 30 minutes to make the cake. We got to let the cake bake. And I go, you remember that? And everyone's like, no. No. And then she would say, okay, we got to go back and let it, um, let the cake rise. So she'd go back into the McDonald's play place. You'd all follow her. And the lady with the mustache, she would go, all right, guys, it's time to color all over my face with markers. Remember that? And everyone was like, no. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd go, you got to color on my face with markers. So what she would do is she would lie back. She'd go, I'm going to close my eyes. And you color on my face, but don't you guys color on my mustache. And you go, we won't. And she would lie back with her eyes closed. And then you'd all sit around and you go, oh. color on her face for a little bit, but you wouldn't color on her mustache because she said, don't color on my mustache. So you're coloring on her face, coloring on her face, coloring on her face. And then one of you would get brave and you'd go, and you'd, <laughs> and you'd color on her mustache. And she'd go, oh, which one of you guys was color on my mustache? you go, go, oh, none of us. And she'd go, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to close my eyes again. You color on my face with those markers, but don't you color on my mustache. She'd close her eyes again. You'd start coloring, and you'd color, and you'd color. Then eventually you go, All right, I'm going to get brave again, and I'm going to color on her mustache. So you go and you color out on mustache. You go, oh, you're to do that. And you do that for like, you guys remember, you do that for like 25 minutes. And everyone's like, no, we don't remember that. I'm like, yeah, sure you do. Then as soon as you were done coloring on the lady with the mustaches face with the markers, then she would go, the cake's probably done now. And you'd all troop back in a, like a mother duck with her ducklings oh, through the McDonald's dining area. And you'd go back into the staff area and she'd open up the oven and once, where there was a bag of trash, there was now a beautiful birthday cake. And the trash had magically transformed into a beautiful birthday cake. And she'd go, all right, guys, now we got to go back. And then you'd eat the birthday cake. And that was every McDonald's birthday party when you were younger. You guys remember that? And they were like, no. And I was like, shit, did that happen? Or like, did I make that up? is this my, like, Bruce Willis is dead at the end moment where I'm like, oh, I think, I, I think I'm insane. I think, oh, I made up the lady with the mustache and the trash cake and the markers and all that. That's how I feel sometimes about Crayola kids' VHSs. Because who thought that was a good idea? How is that cost-effective? You're just gonna like give a full VHS tape in a pack of. Oh my God, I just realized. They were in league with the lady with the markers. They were selling them with Crayola markers. Oh no, it's a conspiracy. Oh, guys, they got us. This is the Illuminati. The lady with the mustache, trash cake. Crayola Kids VHSs, the markers, they're all connected. (laughs) That's how I feel when I go on Facebook every day. Is it's just some guy you haven't seen in 10 years. And he's got a new conspiracy theory. And he's so right. Every day. That's what it is. You go on Facebook and it's just some guy going, well, the thing is that we don't realize is uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, uh, the lady with the mustache, uh, the Berenstein Bears, and uh, Crayola Kids, the whole cast of them, they're all secret pedophiles and they're running an organization that controls the planet and they only exist because they're trying to dominate the financials and then it just kind of devolves from there. And you stop reading. And the tough thing is, is everyone on Facebook is so right. All the time. No one on Facebook. You know what I've never read on Facebook? Never once have I logged on and seen someone go, Hey, as a uh, follow-up to my uh, status from last week, you know what? I made an error, guys. No one has ever done that on Facebook. No one's gone, hey, a uh, quick follow-up to what I said last week. I might have got sucked into a conspiracy theory. Everyone on Facebook is just right all the time. All Facebook is for now is being right and selling pyramid schemes. It's, hey, I got a trip to here, and I've got this, and you got a, oh, you got the new energy drink that I'm trying to sell, and hey, oh, I'm the number one distributor, and it's also guys like, if I'm honest, guys like me going, look how right I am. (laughs) Those are the two things on Facebook, (laughs) and every post of, look how right I am, all it is Is it someone sharing an article and then the only comment is so important. That's the only thing they've posted with it. It's so important. Such a good read. (laughs) And then every comment is just like 80% of them are people going, oh, love this. So true. Wish more people knew this. And then The other 20% are 16-paragraph novels, usually written by a man. It's pretty rare that that's a woman doing the novel on that one, I will say. It's a little toxic masculinity involved, probably. And it's just a novel that starts with, well, actually. I'm always right. Well, actually. Look how right I am. Well, actually, that's all of Facebook. And even at the same time, the well actually is just another way of saying, look how right I am. (laughs) And it's great. I can't do it anymore, though. I got to say, it's crazy to me that even right now, like, you look I don't want to talk about COVID, but you look at countries that are not having instructive lockdown procedures and you're like, oh my God, a lot of people are dying and there's still guys on Facebook going, we need to stop the lockdown. You're like, really? Not, uh, not watching a lot of news coverage right now? Not uh, paying a lot of attention to what's happening south of us? All right, look how right you are. Oh, what else I got? Got down written down in the old little uh, journal. Speaking of toxic masculinity, you guys ever noticed how uh, anytime men have bad behavior, we're like, "Oh, this is—it's because of biology." No one really understands evolution, but we're sure that it is a hundred percent of the reason for all of our bad behavior. <laughs> The amount of times that I've heard guys say, well, the reason is, um, you know, men of... The reason that uh, men cheat is because uh, we evolved. We're not built for uh, monogamy. We evolved to have multiple partners because we were the alpha of the pack. And it's like, yeah, but like, I've met you and you're not the alpha of anything. (laughs) You have white Oakleys and board shorts on right now and a one-ton truck that's lifted 14 feet in the air doesn't really speak of great leadership skills. I don't see a guy burning coal as he's uh, pulling his diesel out of the stoplight at 400 miles an hour and go, guy seems like a great leader. If we were in a tribal society, he'd probably have all the mates. The reason I did that is because we're evolutionarily programmed to. I only have this big truck and these white Oakleys and this Monster Energy Drink tattoo because I need them in order to uh, project to the ladies. It's a peacock. You see... Men used to have feathers all over them. People don't know this. But in evolution, men used to have feathers. And what they would do is these feathers were very bright. And that's how they would get the women. But all the women, because monogamy isn't in our DNA. And um, we would bring them in this way. And that's, you know, that's why I'm doing this. All my bad behavior... All because of evolution, not choices I've made. (laughs) I didn't choose to be bad. I evolved that way. Oh, so funny. So funny. I love that mindset. What other bad behavior could you go, well, the reason is, like, I'd love to see some, like, serial killer up on trial and go well the reason is because of evolution you see humanity we evolved to be perfect killing machines uh who uh we you know the way we became the number one species on the planet is by being the most vicious and so uh, the reason that i uh, uh, kidnapped all those people and left them in my basement in a pit is because of evolution <laughs> it's like, I don't think any of these guys are biologists. (laughs) So funny. There was a lot of guys. I went to uh, a metal festival in Wisconsin, uh, which great vacation destination, by the way. If you like deep fried cheese, go to Wisconsin went there last summer to this metal festival, five finger death punch, disturbed, uh, Rob zombie, Robert zombie, as I like to call him, Marilyn Manson, the antichrist himself, um, bad wolves, lot of, a lot of Oakley's rock, a lot of Kyle rock, I will say. And there was a lot of guys there who were experts in evolution. I will say, a lot of guys who it was like, oh, these guys might know some biology. I think these guys have read some Darwin. So funny. Just guys with, like, shaved sides of the head and full tattoos going down either side. And they're like, well, the reason is, is because... um, When we were uh, 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 cavemen, we would adorn our body with uh, markings in order to uh, uh, become uh, the the alpha in the pack. And so it's all because of evolution that I tattooed keep the hustle strong down the side of my head. It's biology. (laughs) Oh, you got to do it. It's, the, it's in our biology, is what it is. I never took a biology class, and maybe that's, you know, it might be one of those things where I just don't know. I That might be day one of biology, is some guy comes in and goes, hey, this is why we're doing this. All your bad behavior, guys, it's because of evolution. See, all of you were the alpha at one point. That's, I think, the secret narrative that every guy has going on in the back of our head is like, I was, I think I would have been the alpha. They like, even it, you could be five foot nothing, weigh 87 pounds, and in the back of your mind, there's a little part of you that goes, I think I would have been the alpha. I think I think 2000 years ago 4000 years ago I don't know how long ago cavemen were It's longer than it's longer than 2000 by a lot I think I would have been the alpha I think I would have been the one who was the strongest <laughs> No one ever realizes like I, and you know what? At the, f- the front of my brain, I'm like, I would have been the uh, jester. Like, if we were living in Game of Thrones, I would have been the one who, like, the king was probably eight feet tall and weighed 500 pounds and was just... The, whoever was the best at murder was the king. That's what I think we could all agree on. And he would go, all righty, bring in the, bring in the little, the weird boy. And it would have been my ancestor coming in and just, and he would go, all right, dance for me. And I go, and dance. And then, uh, you know, hopefully they didn't murder me, but I think that's, What I think in the front of my brain, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I probably would have been the alpha. (laughs) Wouldn't have been. No way. That's what it is, is every guy thinks that they are the alpha in every situation. And they're like, well, I need to act accordingly. That's why I need to have all of these. I need to, oh, I can't only have one girlfriend. I got to cheat on her a little bit because of uh, the evolution It's biology. I think that bit's got on long enough. Oh, load. But you know what? Actually, while we're on the topic of alphas, I did figure out a way once. Anytime someone wants to fight you, The whole reason guys want to fight each other is to prove who's toughest. It's there's no other reason other than, okay, this is, I don't know how to do this with words. I don't know how to communicate. So I'm going to punch you to take out my feelings and to prove that I'm a man. So what you do, if you don't want to get in a fight, is once they kind of start stepping to you. And like, you know, this has happened to me before. You're in a bar. Some guy's drunk. He's like, oh, this guy uh, has a loud mouth and, uh, you know, seems like he's being a bit of a jerk. Which, to be fair, eh, I might have been. I might have been. Starts stepping at me. Starts trying to want to fight me. What I do every time is I get right in his face and I go, I'm a little baby boy. You wouldn't hurt me if I was a little baby boy, would you? I'm a baby boy. Don't hurt me. And it is immediately diffuses the fight because he can't look tough if he beats you up you can't look tough if you just beat up a guy who the whole time was going, I'm a little baby boy <laughs> cause you beat up a little baby boy you didn't beat up a man you didn't get to like prove your masculinity in the field of combat against a man you punched a little baby boy and it's, yeah, it's never not worked. And it's so funny. The look in their eyes of like, the man, do you not know how this works? I say, you want to go, bro? And you go, yeah, bro. You don't go, I'm a little baby boy. That ruins it. <laughs> it's like, man, I thought we had something special. I thought we were going to fight. But then you started saying, I'm a little baby boy. And now we can't fight and I can't prove how tough I am. And I can't prove that I'm the alpha. And it's because of biology. It's because of evolution and you don't understand. And I just want you to know that if the shoe were on the other foot and you came to me and wanted to fight, I would let you. So you could prove you were a man. We could have both proven we were men And now You proved you were a little baby boy And made me look like a little baby boy in the process So funny So funny, so good Love it Oh What, what, like 33 minutes now Is that, uh Is that enough time? Is that enough time for a first episode? Did it turn out good? Is this, uh is this what you wanted? Is this what will make you happy? Is this what will make me happy? It's getting weird now. I don't know if we need to go down that path. All righty. See you guys next time. Love you. I miss you.